All right, everybody, coming in hot. High noon Friday. Welcome. We got a good one for you today. Welcome. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. My guest is coming from another show. He's going to be on here in just a moment. He's in a dope, dope studio somewhere in New Jersey. He's going to tell us more about that in a minute. This is a gentleman that has been on the show before. About a year ago, not quite, just shy of a year ago, um, we met, and man, this is a crazy, crazy scenario. A Twitter, a, a tag on a Twitter post led to an interview with another gentleman, which led to the interview with this gentleman. Had never spoke to him before. I got on this, hold on, he's texting me right now. Let's see, they're getting fancy, but I'm coming, is what he said. Um, I never spoke to him before we hopped on the show, and it's it's just really amazing how those kind of serendipitous relationships and conversations can lead to so much. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, just a single, a single conversation with this guy uh, set so many things in motion, so many exciting things. Uh, we're both super pumped. We pump each other up all the time. And it, it reminded me of a quote I heard. Uh, many of you have heard me talk about jujitsu a lot because I love it. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Trained this morning, Hands of Gracie Academy, New York City. Yes, yes. And um, one of the head instructors there for a long time, a gentleman named John Danaher, um, said this once uh, about a scenario he was he, that he experienced with another high-level grappler. This was like in the year 2000, going way back for all you kids. Um, that, that really changed his trajectory and the trajectory of the sport. And it was based off of a single conversation. Um, this is a quote that he said, uh, so I'm quoting John Danher here. I'm a big believer in the idea that someone can come into your life for a very short period of time and have a massive influence. And that was exactly uh, the case with my guest today. Um, we, he came on the show. I was introducing his companies. He he's a, um, a he has a PhD in physical therapy, so they call him doctor, but not really. They don't physical therapy PhDs. I guess don't like to be called doctors. I've had a couple of them on the show, and they're like, yeah, don't do that. Um, and that's how he kind of got uh, his start. He started opening physical therapy clinics in New Jersey in the Medford area, and through that process. <clears throat> you know, one learns, I did through the restaurant industry and through the music industry, uh, that you have to, you really have to get to know business. It's easy to um, be kind of a, a content specialist, you know, spe you specialize in your thing. So for me, I studied music, I grew up in restaurants, and those were my things. And I was really, you know, I was decent enough at that to, to take a stab at um, starting a business in those, those two different industries. But once you get into business, you learn that you have to learn about business too. You have to learn a lot about it. And that was, um, that was the, the case for my guest today where his specialization was physical therapy. And um, through that, uh, the trials and tribulations of opening multiple clinics, bringing on staff, uh, training people, customer relations, marketing, all these different aspects of the business that you don't really learn necessarily um, when you go to school for uh, your, your specialized field. He got to know those aspects um, and, and, and grew that. And then he ended up opening a consulting firm uh, his physical, physical therapy clinics are called Breakthrough, and there's a number of them. I think he has four locations uh, in, in kind of like central New Jersey. Um, and out of that uh, was born Denali Consulting, which is uh, a, a business consulting and uh, business coaching service that he offers. Um, so that was the premise of what we talked about on the first show kind of like what it's like getting all these things put together. How does one end up into those situations? Um, and, and the conversation continued. Uh, as soon as we got done with the show, he was like, man, you're, I, you're really, uh, you really have a lot of things going for you. I think you should take these steps. He's also written a book uh, called The, let me tell you in just a moment what that book is called. Huh? Let me pull it up. Um, it, he's got this group called The Four Percenters which has to do with the fact that so many small businesses fail. Uh, he, he wanted to flip that percentage um, and 
and really help business owners and entrepreneurs set themselves up for success. A lot of businesses end up failing because of burnout. Um, You know, the, uh, the owners, when, when you take on ownership, uh, as I've experienced, on that, that was not working. That tab didn't work. I can pull it up on my phone here. What happens a lot of times when you go into business is you learn about those other aspects and it ends up becoming very consuming where um, the 4% breakthrough, that was the name of the book, um, for entrepreneurs and small business owners. So he's best-selling author as well. And what the book mainly deals with is, you know, you, you have your you have your skill, you begin a business, um, and then all these other aspects of the business start to suck your time away, um, start to suck your energy away. And he being a physical therapist, um, he was already attuned to kind of rejuvenation in people, um, mainly dealing with injury, you know, mobility limitations. But uh, what he found along the way was that the same thing exists in people's uh, mental state. Um, especially once they get into business and it's easy to get overwhelmed and you, you like really lose your, your kind of, your business mobility. Um, hold on. I'm texting him one more time to see where he's at. Let's go Lance. Um, I should just go ahead and introduce him. So his name is Dr. Lance Knob. Again, he's, uh, he's got this book. He's got physical therapy clinics and a consulting firm and, and the book and the consulting firm are geared around getting entrepreneurs in the right mental headspace, learning how to delegate. This is something my, my mentor and, and a, another frequent guest on the show, Tony DiSilvestro has talked about many times is delegation. When you become, you know, the leader, um, there's a lot of tasks that have to be done. All right. We have a, we have a picture. <laughs> That's not this is great. <laughs> This, he's in this fancy studio in New Jersey somewhere. Do you got audio yet, Lance? I see a picture. It's not you, though. There he goes. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting his audio pulled up. He'll be with us in just a minute. Um, Jeremiah. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got crystal clear audio. You sound great. No. Check one, two, three. I can hear it. Oh. I can I can hear you guys, but it seems like Lance can't hear me. He's he's missing my grand introduction. Um, we were talking about delegation, and it's one thing that Lance has been um, has been a really big advocate for with me and for a number of other people. So with his consulting business, he has. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Hey, there he is. Hey, Jeremiah. I don't hear How you doing? Fantastic. Thanks said, for having me. Yeah, man. You sound great. You missed my wonderful intro. It was just such a great rollout. No, I was. <laughs> dude, I'm sure you said some magic. And I'm, dude, I'm, I'm so sure excited to be here. And I have to thank Joe Yokovich, who I just met in person. I mean, in person networking is back. And he's kind enough to let me use his studio today. Got his, his books right here. And uh, he's right beside me, but I don't know how to move the camera. Michael's going to help. <laughs> so, so tell us where you're at today and what you were doing just prior to this. Yeah, this is Joe. Hey, Jeremiah. Nice What's to up, meet you. Joe? I heard a lot about you. Thank yeah, we're you. in Cherry Hill at his office. He's a, a financial planning guru, and uh, he was educating me. We're talking all things investing, which you know I'm very much into as of late. And Michael is hooking us up tech-wise, so we're sorry we're a few minutes late. We apologize. It's all good. So, we got the long intro today. It was like a, like an eight minute intro. It was great. But this is probably the fanciest studio. This is much better than I would have had in my uh, home studio. <laughs> now your audio is is really really crystal clear. It's dope. So, so I, let's I dive right in. While yeah. Joe's here for a couple minutes, hit him up with. Uh, let's give him a shout out and yes, hit him please. up with your your best financial investing question. The man is a wealth of knowledge, literally. Okay, so. For someone that has, say someone has $50,000 in, in savings, they're working multiple businesses, they've got money coming in regularly, but they got this 50K put aside. They don't own a home, they're interested in real estate, 
but not necessarily for purchasing their own home. Um, but there's also uh, other, you know, business opportunities, entrepreneurial opportunities that that 50k could go towards. But then there's there's the you know the unknowns. What would you what? How would you use 50 grand if someone just said, "I got 50 grand. I want to spread it. I don't want it all in one spot." What would you do with it? I would ask a bunch of different questions, and and some of the questions would be pretty much to me obvious. You know. Uh, are, are anyone, are you dependent or anybody dependent on you? Because that 50,000 might represent a lot of more, you know, a yeah. lot more things that we were not privy to, to know. Um, I would ask you how much risk are you willing to take and how long do you want to have that money tied up for or do you want to have immediate liquidity with the money? So that's, right. there's some of the basic fundamentals. I would also ask my favorite question, viewing what's been happening over the last 18 months, if you really didn't know anything about real estate or about insurance or taxes, do you believe, do you truly believe that taxes are going to increase in the future, yes or no? And the person will give you an answer. Mm-hmm. And then I asked them, I said, do you think they're going to go a lot higher in the future? And they usually say, yes. And then I say to them, real simple, if I can show you a strategy that you would not have to pay those taxes, is that something that we should address? And most people say, obviously, yes. So what we try to do, we're more concerned with a strategy than what it is a product. It's like um, playing golf, Jeremiah. If I gave you um, Tiger Woods' golf clubs, would you become a better golfer? No. (laughs) But if I was able to take you and me and Tiger Woods out for about three months together and come back and we play again, how much better golfer you would be? So it's more about the swing or how your money works with other things. So it's just not one thing. And I use... uh, I use a lot of different metaphors, orchestra, you know, you know, and that kind of stuff, and, and cooking and how things blend together and make a, a better meal. So that question is, you pigeonholed me, which is fine. I'm prepared to pivot on that pigeonhole. Um, again, Jeremiah, if you can't tell, Joe's got a couple radio shows and a podcast, so he's pretty comfortable. He's, he seems natural, man. He hopped right in. He had no hesitation. Well, you know what? I'm always prepared to be, I'm always unprepared to be prepared. You know, I, I always go into a situation, Jeremiah, not knowing what I'm about to yeah. hear and engage with people. And because of my 37 years in this business, and I've been around really wealthy people and really neat stuff, I'm always hearing stuff. Even um, Dr. Lance uh, the other day was telling me about something in Puerto Rico, and I was like, okay. And I, and I dwelled on it, and I looked you up immediately because it's Google. But when I was doing my stuff back in the day, Jeremiah, I was Google. Yeah. You know, People would ask me questions. There was no way to find the answer because there was no Google. Right. So I kind of adapted a, a style. And, and because I play sports, I use a lot of sports metaphors. You know, a team and being a good player and, you know, and all those things. But at the end of the day, your question would arise from, you know, do I take half the money, invest it? Or do I take another half of the money and do I leverage it? is a leveraging put and we like leverage and when when dr lance was you know talking to me before he came on we came on uh, line today he said something i i was almost ready to grab him and 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 give him a big uh, body slam because he said i'm gonna pay my house off fast i said whoa whoa i said dr lance do you realize i didn't say this but i'm gonna say it to him now do you realize that interest rates are the lowest we've ever seen or one of the times we've ever seen in in history why would you want to lock up your money in a piece of real estate, yep. realize they could take the money and invest in other places even to buy real estate? But he was very conscious. I want to pay it off. For what? The house is going to appreciate regardless if you have it paid off or not. So why don't we use OPM, other people's money, in this case his own, to go out <laughs> other real estate so I can leverage that component and be smart and he's around good people like me or good people like you, we can leverage that opportunity because of the ability to do that in an environment that sets it up right now to set up for this because of interest rates being so low. And we don't see interest rates moving or going up substantially, substantially in the upcoming years. And one of the reasons why I go back to what the federal government has been doing to us, the current administration, because of all the borrowing and printing, printing of money, our debt, is substantial and to pay that debt down or not forget forget down just to pay the juice on it they don't want to take the gamble 
of increasing interest rates, and that's what you have here with Powell and all the some of the things they're doing. And you need to be careful, especially, but right now, because of interest rates so low, don't pay your house off, leverage that dollar, and use it other ways. So that's one of the things that when Lance and I sit down, We'll definitely talk about, about that. that. And, I, you know, I, to me, I relate that to student loans. And I know for everyone out there who's got mm -hmm. student loans, right. financial planners in the past have advised against it, but it felt so damn good to have right. student loans paid off. And this might be a little bit more of a preferential decision, you know, paying your house off. I know it's a Dave Ramsey concept, right? And not everybody's in sync with that. Well, the, Dave Ramsey's good, so let's understand. I'm not in a competition with Dave Ramsey. I just want you to understand. <laughs> I, 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 okay. Listen, I would be in competition with Dave Ramsey because he's on one of my Fox affiliates. I'm on with Hannity and Mark Levin and Dave mm -hmm. Ramsey. There's syndication of my show gotcha. uh, in, uh, in um, 95.5 FM in, in, in Cape May in Atlantic County. Cape so, May in the house. Nice. Yes, I'm going to give you a plug out so you can nice. go in and look at it and, and actually call. It's a call-in show. That's where, that's where Tony's from, Lance. Yeah. So, Lance. Tony's from Cape May. Yeah, and it's a great, I mean, you, you can listen to me, you know, every Saturday from 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock, then I'm on uh, once a month on another talk radio on the same station called Talk With a Purpose, but I'm, I have a host that interviews me, I, I, we talk about the questions before we go on, and I get call-ins, and it's really kind of cool because you get people asking questions like, Lance, should I do this, should I not do that, what would you suggest? And it's a really a difficult subject to really pinpoint unless I really see the inside of you. Yeah. Joe, let me ask you the hot button question this week. If you can shed any insight, I know Jeremiah sure. is interested and we have a mutual friend, Ryan Baptiste, who's a crypto expert, yeah. but especially this week with um, Bitcoin and Tesla's announcement, you know, not to accept right. Bitcoin. Yeah. What's your thoughts just on crypto well, okay, in general? I'm a, I'm a crypto Bit guy. Only time I'm a crypto yeah. guy, so you understand. Look, Jeremiah, look what I'm looking at my hand. Look. That's a can... little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. A little bit. I'm not putting your, you know, your whole house worth yeah. in the crypto. I'm saying to you, it might be a play for less than 10% of your portfolio. Right. And I say that to you because there's too much uncertainty in the crypto mm -hmm. market, obviously. It's still, you can make a, a lot of money, just a 10%. But my point is, I still like stuff uh, that I can see, feel, or make something or a good servicing you know, contract because we have right now a, a lot of zombie companies are out there. Why? Because the government is pushing the rates down, and they're giving these and these people are borrowing, borrowing. These companies are yep. borrowing, 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 and they can't substantiate that situation. So it's, this is going to come to an end eventually, the house right. of cards. But I still deal with you know people having these type of conversations with me openly and transparent to let them know you, you can't put all your eggs in those right. crypto situations. You know, you you hear it and it. Oh, I know a guy I put a thousand and I was worth a hundred million. Well, you know, it's, you know, that's that's fine and dandy, but you didn't see the other side of the coin where a lot of people have lost money in the market. Right. So you, you kind of play both sides in that. But awesome. getting back to your fifty thousand dollar question, you know, it depends on a couple things. One, we like to leverage, so it's a great down payment to own other things. I like mm -hmm. multi-family homes if you're going to be able to do that. Right. I like you to partner up with somebody you know because you re remember it's just not the house you're buying or the property you're looking at you better have some people that you understand we were talking about this before understand how electricity works or how crown molding works because if you don't do it yourself which i don't think lance can do that correct that's correct he's not a concrete guy <laughs> but we got to know who the people are to help us make this property up the snuff so we can have a positive cash flow and doing that so it's a lot of moving parts to that and, and when you're asking those questions so i just can't give you like no that's great that's it's what I, this is the response I expected because I, I feel like if it was easy. <laughs> if it was easy, I wouldn't have to ask it, right? Yes. If the answer was something obvious. harder, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I, I have my training wheels off today. Hey yes. Jeremiah, notice notice this T-shirt. This is our new breakthrough yep. trust the process like T-shirt. I like it a lot. Yeah, man. I like it a lot. And by the way, while Joe's here, he gave me a gift of some homemade wine, which was oh boy, my heart. So where are you? Uh, where do you? Where are you talk, uh, speaking from, Jeremiah? Brooklyn, New York. Well, you can appreciate this. I make wine. I get it all shipped in from California. And I have a warehouse in Pensacola, New Jersey. And we do it with about 15 guys. We have a couple of cargo ship containers. We have a little warehouse. And we make about approximately 50 barrels of wine. And we mm -hmm. divide it up. And everybody takes their own stuff home. And we bottle it. We cork it. And I put a label on it. And I give it out to people. I don't sell it. I, it's a give. Yeah. And it's, um, this one in particular is a Cabernet Merlot blend. So... 
We're proud of our wine. I, I've, I've, made my, I've made wine myself a few times. Uh, Lance, be careful. It's probably stronger than it appears when it doesn't have a label. <laughs> well, I have a label. I have a label, but I didn't give, I didn't give Lance. Right. That's what I'm saying. He gave you the strong stuff. All right. We got to take our first break, everybody. So you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Everybody else hang tight. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. So you missed the intro, Lance. I got to bring you back in. I announced you, all your businesses, all your stuff and everything, but I, you got to hear the quote. So this is from, um, my message of the week is from uh, John Danaher, who is a Hensel Gracie black belt. He kind of was like the head instructor there for a while. The instructor that I trained under for my first five years was one of his main students. And uh, he said about an encounter he had in the year 2000, going way back for all the kids um he said this i'm a big believer in the idea that someone can come into your life for a very short period of time and have a massive influence and i was prefacing our relationship with that quote how i didn't know who you were we came on the show just had a conversation like high five that was a fun show and then the conversation continued and it's just like what have we done in the last it hasn't even been a year what have we done together what have we been involved with it's like we're, we're like a band at this point I, feel the same way. I mean in our relationship is you know it's so special and i guess it's a testament to to you and your energy and certainly we're going to talk about your work ethic i mean <laughs> you have got to share your gift with other leaders and entrepreneurs of productivity you know you're like john lee dumas um you know as good, maybe even better. I mean, that was one, that's one of his gifts, productivity and, yeah. you know, and social media, just for example, I mean, any 
platform I go on, you're there and I love it. And, <laughs> just uh, creeping in the background, right? <laughs> Poking my head in, yeah. No, but I think it was August 7th was the show, but just for everybody, I think one of the lessons, you know, thinking back, you know, Dr. Saqib, one of our physical therapists mm -hmm. and, you know, our director of fitness, I mean, a super talented guy, he was on your show. You know, I engaged on social in the comments. Saqib mentioned that I was actually, I was honored for him to say that, you know, I'm one of his mentors and, you know, you said, hey, we have to connect some point and obviously we've continued to do some exciting things together and, you know, I'll just highlight you for a moment because, I mean, you've got your restaurant business, you have your uh, liquor business and, you know, with the co-op and you've also just expanded now serving, giving, paying it forward, all your knowledge in those industries and especially with social, which I just mentioned, helping other entrepreneurs in your particular areas of interest to um, help them make less mistakes and be more successful faster. So it's fun to see you, you know, really having thriving and supporting them, which is, of course, giving you a lot of, um, you know, joy and fulfillment and success as well. And you also mentioned when we talk on the phone quickly this week about the show that you're really crystallizing, you know how important strategy is to me, how you're really crystallizing your, you know, your, the client that you love to serve the most, which yeah. is an entrepreneur, you know, with a martial arts interest. <laughs> That's the ideal scenario no for me. <laughs> <laughs> but to be clear for everyone listening that, you know, it was really having that conversation with you. Um, Cause a lot of these things were, were in my mind. Um, and, and just a couple of things that you said to me, uh, just, you know, talking about like having Chris Kelso on the show last week, an imposter, you know, when I'm thinking about it prior to like having my discussion with you, I was like, it's not, it's not for me. I'm not that person. I can't, I have no idea how to be that person and how to get there. And you, we spoke after the show, like immediately after the show and you were like, yeah, I, you, you're onto something. And I'm like, really? And then going through the jolt with you and, and going like the, by the, the beginning of the second mastermind that Lance hosts these amazing masterminds for everybody listening. Uh, it could be anywhere from like four to eight people zooming in from all over the world. I mean, I'd look at what, you know, just the opportunity Zoom created. Prior to the shutdown, everybody came in studio and hung out with me in, you know, in the studio in uh, Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan, and you had to kind of be in New York. I mean, I don't know if I would have ever found you otherwise, and then you two have taken that opportunity and brought people from all, I mean, the, the last one we did, it was an international group, and, uh, you know, just you setting the stage for success that way has just been so crucial to... Uh, to me taking those first steps and like understanding what <laughs> imposter syndrome is and how to, how to deal with it and combat it and just have the confidence to say, yeah, man, that's me. I got it. I got it. So, you know, I think, I think the shout out really goes to you uh, and, and guys like Tony DiSilvestro. So what I was saying is Tony is from Cape May. That's where he grew up. So you're in Cape May right now. No, I'm in Cherry Hill now, but Joe oh. Joe was referencing Cape May, and, okay. and I think right. Joe actually spends a lot of his time, yeah, in Cape yeah. May. All right, man, there's, there's something in the water <laughs> around there for sure. There's something in the water that that creates uh, just that that drive and that hustle, um, but but just tr tremendous uh, leadership as well. So you, you're complimenting me, but I got to well, say, well, mutual I, I really, mutual yeah. love and respect, no, definitely. And you know, speaking of how our relationship started and you know, it's how it's blossoming. And, you know, I feel like, you know, both of us are trying, we're having success because we're sort of bringing our community and the people, you know, that we're working with along for the ride. And again, the way I look at it, and I think the way you look at it is, you know, their success is our success. Yep. So, you know, I, I just see you in like in the clubhouse rooms, really sharing your, you know, your words of wisdom and you're, you're really getting good both in my room and, you know, Tony D's room of really giving a lot of value, even in concise, you know, usable format. So you don't overwhelm someone. Right. You know. that, well, that's the, that's, I got to, you know, give a, give a shout out to my martial arts instructor for that, because, you know, when I, I taught for a while and it's easy when you, when you develop a skill and you know something and you're passionate about it, 
to really overwhelm people with your knowledge and your passion. You just, oh my God, and there's this and this. And he's like, you can't do that. When you're, when, when you're trying to elevate somebody, you have to dole it out in small bits. It has to be a step-by-step process. It needs to be short, clear, and concise. You know, we would do 60 second demos with three steps. And he's like, if you're just doing more than that, it's too much. Like the human brain's just not going to take it in, especially when they're under pressure. You have, you know, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people, right, that are in kind of pressure situations. They've lost their job or, and they're starting their own business for the first time or they own their own business and things have changed and their back's kind of against the wall. So if you just throw everything out all at once, right, what happens? It's like analysis paralysis. They just kind of get stuck in deer in the headlights look. And you don't want to do that, right? Our goal is to help. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. So for me, it, that, that was a major, you know, after doing that for years with like little kids and adults and everything, I saw that opportunity when it came to like clubhouse and stuff like that as well. It's like, you can't, you can't, you can't dole all the information out at once. You're, you're in a, you know, sometimes a two minute conversation. Got a, got a piecemeal and, and hope that you can follow the conversation up. Totally. And with, with coaching, right. I know Ron Sandell, who, you know, is, really into mm-hmm. there's a book the coaching habit and he's kind of you know really resonating with that similar philosophy that people learn best when they act when you sort of lead them by asking yep. questions and mm-hmm. when the answers rise up within them rather than sort of the advice monster is what uh Michael <laughs> <Wendy> <laughs> I like that calls it. the advice you know, monster yeah that's yeah. so um that's important and going back to you for a second i remember when we spoke and, and you're you know, I, I created a fast and functional business plan and I, I felt like Jeremiah could benefit from that. So I extended that to him and it's called the jolt. And, you know, one of the things he said to me is, you know, I don't know how to get out of my own way. So, you know, we have recently spoke to Chris Kelso, who's been, you know, studied imposter syndrome and these types of things. But really, Jeremiah creating a nice strategy all the way down to, you know, actions. And he's been executing on that over the last nine months. So... Yeah, I remember that that little two hour chunk of yeah. time when you didn't think you could do what you're really doing now by supporting a lot of entre- entrepreneurs outside of your brick and mortar businesses. Yeah. Takes a village, man. It takes a village. All right, we got to we got to take another break. We went over on the first one, so we got to hop to this one real quick. So everybody, hang tight. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. 
Right, everybody, welcome back. We can finally, that was such a wild start. That was such a great, great wild start. Welcome back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. If you didn't catch it at the beginning or the middle, we're talking with Lance Knob, Dr. Lance Knob. So I was kind of making a joke at the beginning how you have a PhD in physical therapy, but that, it's not always cool to call someone with a PhD in physical therapy a doctor. It's like sometimes it's, it's a little, it gets a little weird. We're right? a little more casual. Generally, yeah, we're a little <laughs> yeah. more casual. Like, like medical doctors would be like, like what? Although yeah. you saved the day. I know with the live show, I've, I heard Chris have some technical problems with his earbuds, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's glad that I'm not the only one immune to technical. And, um... <laughs> no, man. Well, you know, so going back to like what we were talking about in the last segment and, and, you know, this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And, and you, you certainly helped to bring this out of me, bring this out of me a lot is that, the, the, the premise of entrepreneurship is to solve a problem, right? That's really like what it comes down to. And what Chris and I and Ryan and I, uh, Girardi talked about recently was um, how a lot of entrepreneurs are, are coming from a creative background. So Chris ended up in Nashville because of music. He was a musician and ended up in uh, recording technology and things like that. And um, how, how often we come from this like creative background. And it's funny how people from creative backgrounds can, can solve problems. I mean, it's not funny. It makes sense, right? Because you're creative. You're used to doing that kind of thing. But the, the real like cornerstone and foundation of it all is, is solving problems. So when we hear somebody that has a problem, we just naturally want to help. I feel like it's something that's like really characteristic of entrepreneurs. So listening to Susan yesterday and, and you know, there's all these suggestions coming at her. And I wanted to just say like, Forget about all the, the fancy production because it doesn't matter how like dope your studio is and all the stuff you have set up, there's still malfunctions. Just grab your phone, turn it on, record, and yeah, just yeah, just get started and put it out. You'll tweak and morph along the way. But you know, when uh, there was a point when um, during during the pandemic when Joe Rogan had to do like a, a, a dialed in interview and it was with Matthew McConaughey. And um for no particular reason, I, 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 there's nothing like it, it, I'm. I'm not very fascinated with him among you know all of his guests. There's so many other guests that I'd rather listen to. But I watched that show specifically to see if they had technical difficulties because they were doing it just like this. And of course they did. Like there were all kinds of weird things happening the whole time. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like we're, it's just, nobody's immune. It doesn't matter how dope your setup is. We're dealing with things way, way outside of our control, um, and and you just got to go with it. So don't don't worry about that. That's not, yeah. That's I mean, you're snap so at all. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you weren't on, and I was like, well, we're gonna talk. And I, so I was talking about, you know, that that basic idea. How like for you, if I correct me if I'm wrong, um, you know, you you started in physical therapy. You were helping people. You know, you're helping with, with their physical ailments. And at a certain point, you realize, oh, there's like a mental component to this. You're learning through business. You've got to market your business. You've got to, you know, you've got to delegate all these things. Like when you hopped on, I was talking about. Your, your big emphasis on delegation and, and on entrepreneurs being able to maximize on their energy and like really leverage what they have because it's easy, like burnout is high, right? I mean, the, the, the amount of small businesses uh, that, that close is astronomical. Think about the ones that don't even get off the ground. You know, Tony and I were talking about that recently. He was like, we're not even considering the ones that don't even get off the ground. Like we know the stats on the ones that fail but if you tacked on like the ones that just never even started because people either they don't know how to market or they have severe imposter syndrome, it just doesn't even happen. It's kind of staggering, right? Yeah, 96% is a, is a huge number. And, you know, this, the conference you mentioned, I was recently in Puerto Rico with incredible 100 attendee entrepreneurs and the speakers were incredible. And, you know, there was somebody, CEO Charlie, who now goes by Charlie Rocket, who had, you know, had, did amazing things. He started off in the music industry because he realized he wasn't, his childhood dream was to be an athlete and um, just wasn't athletic. 
So he thought he could do well in business, and he did, but he gained weight, was over 300 pounds, got a brain tumor, but then, you know, at the top of the industry, making, you know, millions of dollars, he gave it all up and said, you know what, I do want to be an athlete. Made a low-budget video for Nike, and Nike brought him in. as Now he's a paid sponsor, and, you know, he is, like, changing lives all over the world. He started a new company called Dreamer. It's a nonprofit. He literally goes around and makes people's dreams come to reality. It's incredible. So... Um, you know, I'm sure, I, I think there's so much. There's uh, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned strategy before too, and and to tie back into martial arts because I love it so much, and we can talk about it all day. Um, that's like in jujitsu, it's all about having a strategy. The guys that dominate are the ones that have a strategy, and it, it's it's following a series of steps that have been proven to lead to success. And that's that's one of your big approaches. Like if you're just going into it you know, kind of like winging it. I mean, which, I mean, I started that way. I was really into free jazz and I was like, yeah, we're just going to do it like that. You know, it was one of the things I studied. We're just going to get in there and see what happens. And, and, you know, fortunately I've got a lot of energy and I've gotten knocked around and I'm, I'm not averse to, uh, to, to be a beating. <laughs> I, I survive, but as you pointed out, there's, there's so many that don't. And, and the strategy is a really major part of the success. So what led to you coming up with something like the jolt and really just the emphasis on having a strategy? Where did that kind of derive from? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, similar to our relationship and being supported by others, it really I had to give credit to one of my mentors who really helped me with a traditional business plan and traditional business planning process. And they happened to have worked for IBM and they helped all the small businesses that IBM create. It's not just one company, they created mm -hmm many small businesses and you know they had the benefit of massive amounts of resources so what I realized is tweaking that traditional business process the average entrepreneur like you if I said Jeremiah we're gonna have to spend um, you know 120 hours you know three full-time weeks to come up with a, a strategy and a plan you'd probably be like that's impossible right. right so it wouldn't work on either end so you know boiling that down just a couple hours it took me a couple of years to realize it wasn't until 2020 that I realized even for me when I started coaching I had a 50 page business plan it just wasn't usable so <laughs> it was just like you it was a perfect world I had a 50 page business plan realizing I couldn't use it listening to other entrepreneurs in 2018 2019 and and just making adjustments listening to the market yeah and and trying to tweak pivot adjust so those are yeah. So luckily, good people mentored me, and then I, I tried to take feedback, like which we've talked about a lot. Yeah, listen, that's that PhD in you. See, I was not a good student. I have a master's degree, but that's it was like I'm out of here after that. You're you're into those fifty page papers, huh? I, I hated them. I really well, hated them. Well, just to be fair, it's a <laughs> clinical doctorate, so we really like to get our hands on. This is the yeah. the terminal degree if you want to work with patients. I definitely don't. My, so it's a DPT, a PhD is really if you All right, right. academic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't necessarily love 50 page papers either. You did it though. That's crazy. All right. We got to take one more break. We're going to come back and we're going to wrap this up with some fun. Everybody hang tight. Awesome, Jeremiah. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. everybody we're back again we're talking to dr lance knob in cherry hill new jersey fancy correct studio. yeah yeah nice so um you know the course of the show we talked about our serendipitous meeting and a lot of the things that have happened over the i mean we spent count how many hours in like zoom calls clubhouse clubhouse was a huge thing uh and and lance hosts a, a weekly room thursdays at noon eastern standard time hot seat for business solutions and some amazing people have come on there and it's just been such a joy to get in the rooms and talk and help people and, and just learn things. You learn so much about yourself along the way. Um, you know, the masterminds continue to go strong. Um, what's next for guys like you and I? I mean, what I see is that there is a hot market for people that want to branch out on their own and they have no idea what to do really. And like, Agreed, one thousand percent. And I mean, lucky us. Brian <laughs> and Dean Graziosi are making that easy with the whole knowledge broker blueprint, really spreading yeah. that mantra. And again, tying into how we met remotely, and you know, and developing relationships, I think is a key take home. Every time you interact with someone, you should try to take it one step further, just make yep. it a little bit better. Which, by the way, I'm coming up to Brooklyn ASAP. You know, I'll bring you know my bring, bring Matt, high school Definitely. friend Matt Falvey along, and you know, um, I know you've met a lot of really close people, you know, Dr. Laniel and whatnot. Yeah, so I can't yeah, wait to sure. meet you in person to enhance that. But um, yeah, to answer your question, I, I think, and to connect the dots, I think maybe an in-person conference. And if we can't rally that up with enough people, I think we should consider a virtual summit to really just share, you know, all the entrepreneurial things that we've learned, continue to pay it forward and serve more people so they can pursue their dream and vision and um, just go for it. And, and to tie back into what we were talking about with Joe at the beginning, you're also big in investment. And it's something that I think entrepreneurs need to think about a lot because you, you, you know, you invest a lot in yourself, you invest a lot in your own business. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's necessary. You, you have to do that. But um, I, I'm a firm believer that it probably shouldn't be the only thing unless you're just on fire, <laughs> you know, and, and most of us have failures. Most of us have losses and, and you know, missed shots. So that, that gets a little brutal um, when it, when you're just doing it yourself, what are some of the things that you're really, we've talked about crypto. We've talked about real estate. We've talked about NFTs. Like what are the things that you're really like looking at and, and, and poised on and interested in, in learning more about and, and folding in? Oh, great question. No, I'm a big believer in the fundamentals, just like strategy. And, mm. You know, when we talk about that with businesses, it's the same with personal. So you should, you have to do the fundamentals. Like Ramit Sethi, I Will Teach You To Be Rich is a great fundamental book. I bought that for all our partners. So I think you have to have, you know, just like a business, you have to have a little nest egg of, you know, whatever makes you comfortable, three to six months of savings for bad things happening like pandemics. Yep. Follow the fundamentals, take advantage of Roth IRA and 401ks, all those tax you know, benefit programs. And then once you do all those basics, then you can start to do fun stuff, you know, like think about what resonates with you most, whether it's going to be, you know, paying off your house and the opportunity cost, real estate, crypto, whatever, but do the fundamentals first for sure. And come up with a savings plan. I know a lot of people really don't resonate with the word budgeting and they feel restricted, but if you sort of put it on the positive spin, and you want to save X dollars per month, and you do that regularly, you know, basically dollar cost averaging, you're you're going to hit your goals. Why? Why do you? Who have you come across that that isn't into into budgeting and savings? Would they happen to be like thirty year olds? House. <laughs> <In my house. laughs> 
not something I was super skilled at either. But again, going back to like, you suffer a couple losses or a couple, a couple major setbacks and, and it will really, uh, it'll tune you up and it'll make you, make you focus on that. And, you know, when Japan, when everything started to like really close down, we, you know, I made some moves in that, you know, that uh, direction multiple times over the last few years, but that was like the big push to, to be super duper smart and not play games. I, I just remember like my grandfather who grew up during the depression, you know, the stories he would tell. And it just felt like that all over again. And I was like, Oh man, you gotta, they were, he was squirrely. He was super duper squirrely, but that's, it's, it's put me in a very good situation. And, you know, at, at a time when a lot of people uh, have gone the other direction, I feel like you're, you know, you've done something similar. Well, it's just like, you know, applying your martial arts training and your discipline in psychology. You have to just be strong because over the history of the stock market, I mean, I just read Benjamin Graham, The Intelligent mm -hmm. Investor, and I've been reading these, you know, a little bit more gentle investing books as well. But <laughs> as long as you don't get nervous when the market is going down and you have right. the right perspective, mindset, paradigm that things are actually, you know, going on sale, it's an opportunity, right? Challenges are opportunities, obstacles are opportunities then if you're in it for the long haul, you're going to do just fine. Yeah. And well, like, you know, Joe kind of alluded to it. And I don't know if you, you follow Ray Dalio much, but he's talked a lot about it as well. Like, you know, 30, 30, 30, or 33, 33, 33 percentage, you know, kind of split and like super stable, low return, long, long, long burn. Then another 30%, 33% and, and stuff that's not super risky, maybe a quicker return, but still it's going to be a long thing. And then if you want you 30, 30%, just throw it, throw it into the wind. If you're, I like how Joe said, <laughs> it depends on how much risk, you know, how much risk are you interested in? I'm like, oh man, don't ask me because I'll go for it. <laughs> Always depends on risk. You know, a financial planner yeah. just said to me a couple weeks ago, he just said, you only his recommendation was interesting and it, I thought it was a good perspective. You only want to take as much risk as you need to to achieve your goals. Yeah. So I think you need to clearly know what your goals are. And again, you know, a lot of what I'm passionate about is balancing your, you know, your personal mission, your, you know, your mm -hmm. purpose, your why with, you know, kind of creating a healthy life and a healthy business and not compromising that because, you know, just this morning when I was, you know, contemplating walking my dogs and, and thinking the quote that really resonated with me is, you know, a person who has their health has a thousand goals and dreams and a person who doesn't have their health has one. And it's just so true. Yeah. So impactful. Right. I mean, when, when that, when you, when you lose health, that become that takes over, right. It's like, that's, that's how you can really focus on is like your survival that way. And it's hard to, to think about some of the bigger, bigger goals and dreams you have. Um, that's a very good point, man. I was going to ask you, like, what if you had one thing to share and you just, you just took off with that. Um, so we just got a couple minutes left. Um, what do you, what do you want to tell people about that you've got going on? Direct them to where they can connect to you. What do you want them to find out about you? You got two minutes. Okay, nice. Well, you know, I'm just happy to be here and you know, really happy to be speaking to you. And I think it's the power of relationships. And just like when we talked to Chad yesterday, you know, an awesome, you know, person in the banking industry trying to decide how much in person, how much virtual these yep. days, you know, like our relationship and the way we've helped one another to be successful and just really, you know, growing and bringing all these entrepreneurs and leaders along with us. You know, I think people is always going to be most important and relationships and, and developing those relationships. So, yeah, so, ha so glad to be, you know, on the roller coaster ride with you, you know, for sure and enjoy supporting one another. And I, I guess that would really be my message. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in being strategic, taking strategic action. So stepping out of the chaos and doing some some thought exercises for yourself personally, know what's important for you. And every day, you know, whether it's journaling or meditating, or whatever, do that so you can, you know, keep some focus, keep some perspective, keep yourself healthy. And, um, you know, as far as how to reach me, I'm getting more on social. As you know, I am a novice, you know, with social and getting better and learning thanks to, you know, mentoring from you and others. So, you know, I'm on Instagram at Dr. Lance Knob. Um, I have a private Facebook group for anyone who's interested in getting healthier, 
you know, developing yourself, developing your business fundamentals, and living a, a healthier lifestyle, becoming healthier. So it's called the Four Percent Breakthrough. The same as my book. So please, uh, you know, join our community if you'd like support from some incredible entrepreneurs. And um, yeah, and, and I do a two-hour fast and functional business plan, as Jeremiah and I referenced. That's what really blossomed, you know, I think our relationship. So feel free to reach out to me if you're interested in that. We've got masterminds, which are 12-week masterminds. We, we limit it to six people, so everyone gets 10 minutes in the hot seat. So it's really special. We've had some international people in the groups lately, which really makes it a lot of fun supporting one another. And you have to come into the group with the goal so we can keep you accountable. Um, so yeah, so those are some of the exciting things I'm doing. And, uh, and, club, and Clubhouse on Thursdays. Clubhouse on Thursdays as well. Thursdays so, at noon, EST. And I will attest the, the the masterminds and the jolt are just, they're fascinating. I mean, they get your wheels turning. It's just such a big task looking at it at first. I got to go back and revamp that mission statement because it's <laughs> Tony D put me on the spot and I had to read that in front of like 50 people in the clubhouse room. And I was just like, oh man, but that's, that's what it's about. It's about milling it over and being true and being honest and accountable to what what your goals are man and it's been so nice like meeting your mentor like with today's connected world and meeting tony d yeah. and hanging out with him and spending so much time and just one last little pearl just to share and i know this was one of maybe your first kind of breakthroughs and epiphanies when you help other people like even a testimonial for example coach your other people to when, when you are offering a great product and service have them go ahead and share that with the world and they could say hi i'm jeremiah fox from the entrepreneurial web and you know i, I want to thank you know lance knob from denali consulting so that's obviously it's a win-win so you know for everyone out there take advantage of any product service person you love share it with the world not only are you you know thanking them but you're also getting great benefits yourself it's an awesome win-win-win and speaking of which i want to thank joe yokovich joe yokovich my for having me in his studio and it's been great to meet him in person for the first time and we were connected through uh, Ray Cox and Ken uh, my accounting office so thanks Joe Jeremiah, thank you man yeah. I, meet you. I look forward to talking to you again and uh, likewise know, first time we're meeting Lance, uh, Lance so uh, we're looking forward to uh, a, uh, a long-term loving relationship awesome all right guys we got to wrap it up Thank you both so much. Joe, it was a pleasure as well. Lance, I'll talk to you soon. The rest of you, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Peace out. All Thank right. you. Thank you. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. 
Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I'm Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 